Welcome to WTVU News Today, I'm Will Andronico. Boston had a warm spike yesterday with beautiful sunny skies. Temperatures today are expected to drop, unfortunately, with a high of 38 and a low of 24 later tonight. This weekend is also expected to be a bit chilly, with temps hovering between 16 degrees and 34 degrees through Sunday. Now we'll move into the Boston University COVID-19 dashboard update. On March 2nd, 10 members of the Boston University community tested positive for COVID-19, all of whom were students. This is a slight uptick from the past couple days in which just five and six students tested positive. For the week of February 24th to March 2nd, 0.35% of tested students were deemed positive for the coronavirus, 0.22% of tested faculty, and 0.11% of tested staff also tested positive. On average, BU's lab took 18.4 hours to process each test, 96 students are currently in isolation, and 1,010 students have recovered from the disease. Sarah Weinberg is here now to report on student research at Boston University. The application to apply for the BU Summer 2021 Undergraduate Research Opportunities Program, UROP funding, is due today, Thursday, March 4th, at 12 p.m. All full-time BU undergraduate students are eligible to apply for UROP funding, and programs include both on-campus research and summer research. BU grants students the opportunity to conduct research as a volunteer for academic credit or as a UROP-funded researcher. Students interested in getting involved with BU research programs must first find a BU faculty mentor and work with that faculty member to develop a research project and coordinate funding. UROP funding covers student research stipends, supplies, and travel for research and to professional meetings. Unfortunately, due to COVID-19, international students and students who move outside of the U.S. are ineligible to receive funding from BU. For students interested in research opportunities, visit the Undergraduate Research Opportunities Program's website for details and for the application link. From Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Sarah Weinberg for WTBU News. Joining us now is Kylie Nguyen with an update on hospital visits in Massachusetts. Hospitals in Massachusetts are making calculated decisions to allow more visitors inside the building to provide mental support for patients. A month ago, UMass Memorial began to allow one visitor per patient and recently decided to give permission for visitors to be with loved one in the energy department. As a result, a system was created to act as a guideline for loosening restrictions based on COVID-19 testing and positivity rate. Hospitals also add significant restrictions on visitors, including the days and times they can visit, as well as the requirements to wear masks and social distancing. Each hospital has its own regulations for new visitors, based on the layout and what it is required for social distancing. On Monday, Massachusetts General Hospital began to let one visitor over the age of 18 per day between 1 p.m. and 8 p.m. for patients who are not in enhanced respiratory isolation. Tufts Medical Center will allow one person per patient starting on Tuesday. Again, that's Kylie Nguyen for WTBU News. Up next, a report out of the Department of Defense from Diane Huang Po. 
According to a Pentagon Inspector General report released on Wednesday, Representative Ronnie Jackson of Texas allegedly engaged in inappropriate conduct while serving as the top White House physician. The Department of Defense Inspector General stated that Jackson made sexual comments about a female subordinate, violated the policy for drinking alcohol while on a presidential trip, and took prescription strength sleeping medication that prompted concerns from his colleagues. The findings from this report result from a years-long investigation into Jackson, who currently represents Texas in the House of Representatives and serves on the House Armed Services Subcommittee responsible for overseeing military personnel. The report cites interviews with dozens of former staff. At this time, Jackson has denied all allegations and said claiming that Democrats are using the report to attack his integrity. In New York City, I'm Diane Huang Po for WTBU News. Next, a story regarding Massachusetts vaccines from Natasha Abrams. Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker announced on Wednesday that on March 11th, K-12 school staff will be eligible for vaccine appointments. The policy increases the current eligibility by about 400,000 more people and applies to all K-12 educators, school staff, and child care workers. This vaccine advancement comes just a day after President Biden urged states to have all educators inoculated by the end of March in an ambitious plan to reopen K-12 schools. Now in Massachusetts, teachers and staff will be able to be vaccinated at any of the state's 170 vaccination sites. However, Baker also cautioned that people must be patient as they can't expect a major increase in Massachusetts weekly vaccine supply, even with the increased eligibility. And that's Natasha Abrams for WTBU News. Finally, an update from Mia McCarthy out of South Korea. South Korea's first transgender soldier was found dead on Wednesday after being discharged from the military due to her gender reassignment surgery. Vion Hise, age 23, was found dead in her apartment at the north of the capital, Seoul, and is believed to have been dead for multiple days, according to officials. A mental health counselor called authorities after not hearing from her for multiple days, and firefighters found her dead on Wednesday afternoon. Vion had gone through gender reassignment surgery in November of 2019 and was discharged in January of 2020. She launched a case against the South Korean army over the legality of her dismissal, but her petition for reinstatement was rejected in July of 2020. Korea's National Human Rights Commission reported that the military had no legal authority to dismiss Vion's case, and her story has sparked conversations surrounding the country's treatment of LGBTQ community in South Korea. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Gabriela Lopez for WTVU News. That's it for this edition of WTVU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTVU Radio, also including later tonight. On behalf of Varsha Subramanian, Kylie Nguyen, Megan Gregoire, Stella Lawrence, and Gabriela Lopez, I'm Will Andronico reporting from Boston, Massachusetts for WTVU News.